What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I got this feeling that I've been here before. I got this feeling that I've been here before. Oh, let's do it. Welcome to We Know's Parenting. Hi, I'm Peter McNerney. And I'm Beth Newell. And we are married madly in love. <laughs> Endlessly devoted to one another. It's... Just, and can't even our, get through our glowing day. children. Our glowing children? Mm-hmm. They positively glow. Yeah. Um, when you look at our kids, do you think, wow, these are the best looking people I've ever seen? No. Really? <laughs> I mean, they're my favorite people to look at, but I've never specifically thought, wow, these are the best looking people I've ever seen. I mean, I think like, Dang. These are cute kids. <laughs> Up there. You say dang. I say dang. <laughs> it's really creepy. Um, um, well, it's the first time I've said that and, and the last. So thank you. Okay. Um, well, I love our kids with more of a motherly love. Than, um, than like a dang. <laughs> yeah. You see my kids? They're cute. Uh, <laughs> um. Do you do you think we have attractive children? Yeah, I mean, they're it, perfect. Boy, we do, but it, it obviously it doesn't matter. But I think right. everyone feels that way about their kids. Um, I bet somebody doesn't. Yeah, I but bet those somebody's like, like bad, oh, I gotta mean wear. people. That I think the average person likes their kids. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm not saying you don't like your kids, but I'm sure there are people out there that they're like, I love my goofy looking kid. 
But I think in their goofy looking kid, they're like, this is the best looking kid ever. Um, maybe. This you know what? And if you don't think that, and that's fine too. <laughs> you shouldn't feel like society is pressuring you no, into saying I, that your child is beautiful. You're misinterpreting everything I'm saying. I'm not saying I think these are objectively by societal standards the most beautiful kids. I think they are subjectively to me the best looking people that I agree with a trillion percent <laughs> to me. They're the best looking people because they're the people <laughs> I like to look at the most. Yeah. Anyway, they're gorgeous more than you. And I can't get enough <laughs> wow. of you. Oh, thank you. You talked over the compliment part. <laughs> I um, didn't hear it. I can't get enough of you. <gasps> Should we go into our, our listener question? <laughs> oh, no, we got a good listener question later on. <laughs> Um, did that listener question make you feel closer to me? Because it did me to you. Uh, Sorry, listeners, you gotta stop wait. Teasing the question. You gotta wait like thirty minutes until we get into that. Um, what happened this week, my love? We took our kids to a family party in New Jersey. It was great. It was the very last minute. My mom was in town. Yeah, hanging out with her sisters. There, as as I get older, I think I enjoy some of life's simple pleasures more and there's something about going to an event with people where your kids are in a fairly contained space where you can relax and you're like okay there's something for them to do here they're happy i they're safe and then you just get to talk to adults and i'm talking to adults and then we're looking over at our giggling children falling on their faces and then we get back to our drinks so it's good (laughs) i was just at a, a big uh, story pirates event today and you know we all we, the beginning of that company was a bunch of 22 23 year olds out of college doing this fun thing and somebody shared something of they did a show this year and it was for the first time they were in a van early in the morning going to new jersey to do a school show for a bunch of kids and they looked around and realized everyone was in their late 20s or early 30s and they were just like oh there's minimal bits happening in the van. Nobody's nobody's <laughs> trying to outdo each other with jokes. And everyone was just calm and like took a little nap in the car. And I was like, I relate to this. Well, I'm so happy to be in my own. Oh that's my God, like my late when we 30s. went on vacation with Chuck, the producer of this podcast, and yeah. he, him and his wife were a little older than us. And they were like, oh, we have meals planned and they're very nice, delicious meals. And <laughs> our home has everything you can eat. It's like, Oh my god, this is so nice. Adults. These grown-ups. It's like tell me how to do this. <laughs> Please. Oh. Oh. So that was great. So getting old is great. Getting old is great. Um um so yeah, my my cousin is getting married and so she was having her bachelorette party. And so her her sister was in town who has a 2 and 4-year-old. And so Brennan and Maven got to hang out with some second cousins they've yeah. never met before. And they got along great. And their two-year-old, I mean, they're both cute, but the two-year-old, there's something so cute about two-year-olds. <laughs> um, he was yeah. just, he was like... It's the helplessness. Well, and I think when it's not your two-year-old and you're not dealing with their two-year-old bullshit all day, it's like <laughs> extra cute because he was like... It's like your two-year-old he would like, bullshit. He would like 
throw like go to throw a rock and someone would say no and then he'd like pout and get all sad and it's like if it was my kid I'd be like oh he's throwing rocks because it's not my kid I get to be like oh my god he's so cute look at that pouty face well I made him cry (laughs) he threw a rock a big rock right past Brandon Maven's head yeah and so I it was was actually dangerous he didn't obviously he's two he doesn't know but I I gave him a hey And he looked at me and he had this strange man looking at him with <laughs> aggressive eyes. And then he made the most adorable sad face. That like excited face melting into yeah, sad. It's the fast melt that really gets you. <laughs> and you can't help but see it and go, oh. <laughs> it's like a puppy. It's just. He needed to be scared into not throwing rocks at people's heads anymore. Um, you know, when I've probably talked about this before, but when I was a babysitter, I, for some reason, spent a lot of time babysitting specifically two-year-olds. And they're so exhausting and also, like, the most perfect little people. I love that age. Yeah, they've just, just, just the age where their necks have grown, grown long <laughs> enough that it's not full of, like, putrid milk in the neck crease. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's right past that stage. Uh, nah, no, the putrid neck thing is... Or a little earlier. I don't know. Yeah, that's around. That's or that's that like ends after one. one. Yeah. Ish. Um, I also think like the putrid neck phase is like a pretty adorable phase. Of, I mean, don't but, get me wrong. <laughs> Everything about that's adorable except for the putrid neck. When you lift up that chubby well, neck flap, and you you're know, like, Mil- is, this milk's from last week. There is a simple option, which is that you wash your children. I still have not learned this. Bryn's got a bunch of like he's got like a pimply butt right now. Well, it's because he pees buckets every single night into his pull-up. And then I don't give him a bath for a week. Yeah. It's bad. That's bad parenting. Hey, I'm a great dad. Sometimes I'm a bad dad. Well, we've had some really overloaded pull-ups in the morning. And one of those days he crawled into our bed and left a big pee spot, which was not enjoyable. (laughs) Okay. Can we talk about... So, yeah, he crawled in and then he peed. And I had to change the sheets and I had to take the sheets off of our, and we have like a hyperallergenic cover, which is a real number to get off. But I pulled off the top sheet and this hyperallergenic cover has our permanent sweat stain shapes mm-hmm. in them. And I'm very happy that while my side is grosser, <laughs> it's not just my side, but I looked at it and it is. It really emphasizes how men and women's bodies have a different center of gravity, <laughs> because the big splotch for me is up in the shoulders and the, you know, and you're, yours is you're just sweating straight out of your huge pet. Yeah, and your and your and your big old lady butt is just where all the <laughs> the sweat is. So there's these complementary sweat stain shapes. It's like, like a, a primitive. Yin and yang. It's like a primitive cultural representation of us um, it's a cave painting of our love mm-hmm. well you know what and i think is funny about you putting the hypoallergenic cover back on is i every time i'd walk by the room you'd be dramatically like oh oh you're like so clearly we're trying to get attention for here's, how the, here's the thing i know that i've been guilty of that but haven't you been around bryn long enough to know that like my body expresses how I'm feeling more more openly than yours. No, does. you are directly trying to get my attention. You know what? I wouldn't dare do that because I, <laughs> right. I've, I've known with you that if right, I will get yeah, the opposite I'm effect a will monster. happen. 
You're not a monster. You're just over, you're just overly suspicious. You're probably right. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, our bed is nice and clean now, but that's those stains will never go away. No. We're taking that mattress to our grave. <laughs> that mattress will be our grave. <laughs> that mattress is the nicest thing we own. <laughs> it Tempur-Pedic, y'all. It, it really um, is the nicest thing we own. Mm-hmm. And now the bed. We finally have a bed to match the. Oh the yeah, quality. have we? We did. Talk oh, about we've the talked about we the bed. This. We okay. talked about it last week. <laughs> These episodes just keep getting sexier and sexier, Ooh. and it's really hard. Well, I feel like <laughs> after we got all our this mattress, uh, dirty secrets. Now we've talked about our literal dirty mattress. Um, ever since we forced everyone to, I, I just want to say I haven't. Let's talk recently, about our kids. But um, we've got all those reviews that say very sexy podcast for parents. Last week we asked people to say to give us reviews that say this podcast got me pregnant. Mm-hmm. No one's done it yet. Well, okay. Well, maybe that's a comment on the quality of the joke. We'll come up with something better. I don't know. It made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> okay. The other thing that happened this weekend is that you took our kids to see The Lion King. Yes. Which they had a busy Saturday. If you had told me beforehand, I would have said there's no way they're going to sit through that entire movie. I knew it was very likely they wouldn't make it all the way through. And you took them, and then they didn't make it all the way through. But they made it three quarters of the way through. I'll, I I'll tell, tell you, you what, though. That movie was boring. Yeah, I could have told you that before you saw it. I know. I just was trying to Why keep... would you, you take all the good parts out of a classic movie? Like the cart, the animation and the... <laughs> anyway. Boy. Um... um so I was just trying to keep them away from I don't, you. What here's the thing. I'm not mad that you took them, it's fine. I what I think is what frustrates me about this movie, which I haven't seen, is these live action Disney movies are just do not seem targeted at children. Oh, they're not. They're, I they don't, went because of me. <laughs> I know, but this is it's creating like whole summers of kids getting dragged to movies that are for their parents. The parents need an excuse for the kids to go see movies. Parents have their own media. Let kids <laughs> have good new kids movies. Well, I mean, it was uh, you know, they enjoyed it. No, I'm but I'm mad that this is like millions of dollars get put into these movies. Do you know how much money goes into a Disney movie? Yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, I just get. I I have have, I have trailer for Mulan. I have nothing against the people involved. I just want them to get to work on more exciting things. I agree. This Um, one was the epitome of what is the point of this? Live action Mulan. That one actually seems more legit to me. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Mulan looks. Uh, Mulan the movie, which I did not see as a child, so I don't have a beloved connection to it, is lame. Well, I think there's an argument that the the new Mulan is going to be like equally as culturally reductive and insensitive as the first. We'll see. Well, we'll see. The trailer, <laughs> the trailer, I saw the trailer, and I was like, I want to see this, but it's not a musical. There's no Eddie Murphy dragon. There, yeah, I mean, I do. I feel like the good thing about that one is you make it live action, and it's actually creating ro- roles for Asian people in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Lion King just There's, is a lot of very expensive CGI 
for not expressive animals. It is it is almost completely identical. The whole opening sequence is shot for shot. I think also I'm still resentful that we paid a lot of money to see The Lion King on Broadway, which was just a word-for-word reenactment of the movie. Garbage. I know anyway. people love that musical and we're, you're, you're, your feelings are valid. But it does feel like, oh, you've, you're watching... The, the the musical is a copy of a movie, and this is the, it's been years and years and years, and this is like the fortieth cast. So it feels like a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy, and but it was lifeless not, and joyless. But it's also just not designed for the way that kids our age engage with TV. And like it was the same thing when we tried to get them to watch the live action Jungle Book. They're not. They well, don't care about that style. Well, it's because real life animals don't have big emotional. <laughs> no, faces. it's not engaging well okay so the thing i was gonna say is that i was asking i was talking to maven later after you took her to the movie and her takeaway from her first movie experience yeah having never gone to a movie theater before she said there's lions at the movie theater (laughs) that's like saying the printer uh only produces doctor's notes. Right. That's her perspective. I was just telling someone tonight, like, I was like, they were like, do you give, give your kids an ally- allowance? And I was like, no, my kids don't know, understand how money works because we live in a world where no one's like exchanging dollar bills anymore. They have no concept of money. Oh, yeah. Well, Maven has a penny under her pillow right now, which I wonder where she got that. Oh, well, there's been money f- flung around lately they had that piggy bank and it came from the piggy bank she's like take the money out and i just gave her a penny that was in my pocket and then she ran over to put it under her pillow so she must have seen a tooth well i was i was when i was going to try to bring our new neighbors like some baked goods and i was trying to get the kids out in the hall to say hello and do that and then our neighbors weren't home i was like pulling something out of my pocket and kind of threw it towards our apartment and then i didn't realize there was like change in my pocket so I dropped change everywhere like you know a few things and Bryn (laughs) spotted it outside of the door to our apartment and he quickly (laughs) was like kicking it into our home like he didn't want us to lose it to the outside (laughs) he was like we gotta get it in and it's like it was like he had this weird possessiveness towards money which we never talk about with him (laughs) yeah that's so funny uh you know I just realized what how do kids learn phone numbers when they don't would ever have to dial a phone? Well, they don't. <laughs> kids just don't know. I don't That's know. That's the other thing I was thinking about this week is I was like, should we get a landline at some point? Are we... How, no. Do our kids know how to call 911? I guess they'll do it on their phone, but then sometimes there's just not a cell phone around. Yes, there is. I mean, unless we leave, if we leave them alone, we got to talk about At that. At some point, we're going to have to leave them alone. And I will be resisting getting them their own phones for as long as I think they're old enough to be left alone before they're old enough when you want them to have a cell phone. That's I agree. the problem. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Computers. Computers can't not call 911, can they? I bet. Listeners, I, tell us. I think you can. I think you can. Well, you can send a text and you Skype. can send a text from Skype a computer. Skype the police station. <laughs> uh, you can send a text from the computer? Yeah, through my computer mm. you can. But like what's the system you would actually teach your kids to use? Well, you know what? By the time they're old enough, that's all going to change in the next five years. We hope, but you have faith in our government right it's now? It's not going to be about the... You know, 
Have you, when's the last time you saw that the government do something good for us? Uh, I got my mail today. <laughs> um, I just want to say one last thing. So Bryn's been really into the planets and solar. He got a cool solar system book. The book is called uh, The Sun. What's it called? The Sun? It's a pretty big deal. Something like that, yeah. I. It's great. It's a really, you know, planets and solar systems and galaxies and all that are tough to wrap your brain around when you're really little, but Bryn's almost five now, and he, he gets it. He's really becoming, like, fact-oriented lately. <laughs> oh, I love him so much. I love explaining <laughs> things. And um, so we got home really late from New Jersey the other night. And so it was the first time in a while that we've been outside and they could see stars. So Brynn and I sat outside and I got my app out that lets you see where all the planets are. And he was really into it. And so then we got in bed and I was like, it's too late for books. But I turned out the light and we looked at the app and pointed it around and it shows where all of the real stars actually are. And it also, if you point it at a constellation, it'll then, the image of the constellation will appear over the map of the stars. And, uh, we went by Aquarius, which is a guy, you know, pouring water out of a jug. And uh, we saw that. And Bren, with no hesitation, just goes, whoa, dude, you're spilling your water. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at the Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. And now it's time for a brand new segment called Do We Knows? This is where we talk about something that's coming up and, and figure out if we knows what we're going to do or what's up. And this week's Do We Knows is all about Bryn's birthday. Yeah. So in classic us style, um, life is cre- creeping up on us very rapidly. I thought and you were going to say passing us by. Well, yes. With Well... <laughs> Life happens fast when you're having fun. What's the quote? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, it. Life happens fast <laughs> when you're having fun. Um, we, as usual, have not prepared or thought about some an event that is imminent. And Bryn is about to turn five. And I keep realizing this. People will ask me how old he is. And I'm like, well, he's about to turn five in a month. Oh, he's about to turn five in, oh my God, it's like two weeks. We haven't bought any presents or planned anything um he doesn't have a birthday party <laughs> i love keeping the bar low for a long time i asked him i was like because we were at his buddy lucas's house uh also on saturday we did three big things on saturday and his birthday's coming up and we invited lucas and i go Bryn, who else should we invite and he goes um i think four people and i said you don't know who he goes no just four people <laughs> and i was thinking in my mind great expectations are low that being said reminder we're going to a birthday party on saturday Mm -hmm. for one of his daycare which i know is already like 10 times more planned than what we've got going oh there was an invitation they had a formal invitation over a month prior to the party like grown-ups would yeah they're very (laughs) organized Put together adults, and they've got a pool, and it's going to be a pool party. Yeah. I just hope there's not a million kids so Bryn thinks that's what a birthday party is. Yeah. I'm I do like, sorry, buddy, you said four. I do think if we had a home, it would really facilitate more parties. Okay, we have a home. We just don't have a house. Okay, but like it, the second there's more than like two people in here outside of our immediate family, it's like crowded. Yeah. Um, should we go family route? We can go to Brooklyn and just do all family. We're probably going to have to do another like weird sporadic mix of parties with various people in various places. Let's just do two little ones. Let's go to Brooklyn and invite all the family. Where? Who's hosting? We'll go to Nick and Julius. We'll go to <laughs> Sam's got a new place. We love to invite ourselves over our friend and family's homes to let them let us host parties in their homes. Nick and Julia are two our closest friends. Um, they've got a, a, a wonderful daughter, two our, years old. Our closest friends. Our, clo- our dearest friends. <laughs> She's two, right? Um, they've got this great apartment <laughs> and we invite ourselves over. I think they like it when we come to visit. I just think it's a lot. Whenever you ask someone to like, hey, can we have host a party at your house? Extra people. That's like a lot to ask. No, no, no. I, I, I don't really think we should invite a bunch of people. That we go to my brother's house. He got a new apartment. 
His wife is very pregnant. We yeah, all met I'm them sure on the podcast that a few our weeks Our very ago. pregnant sister-in-law would love to host many people at her home. You, they'd rather do that than come to Westchester. Am I right? Or am I right? Or am I right? Or am I right? Groundhog Day? Am I quoting Groundhog Day? Wait, but Ned the Ryerson? big question is really what are we going to get our kid for, for okay. his birthday? We haven't... So I think we should get him a bicycle. Um... Where oh we're gonna have to put that in the bike room. We have to get a new bike room key. This is the best argument for owning a house. Where to put your fucking bike? I like sometimes people ask me about like <laughs> if I would ever leave New York City and like my <laughs> I, I'm so quickly I know we're not physically in New York City but it's still like we're our living here is a symptom of New York City so it's. I'm always just so immediately like, uh, I'm trying to be as nice as possible, but I'm like, this city is unlivable. (laughs) What you have to understand about having kids here is that the quality of life is so much lower than anywhere else where we're shuffling items around in a bike room. Um, I wish they'd throw our old bikes away so we'd have more room in that bike room. Did they ever? They would keep threatening it. And every time I go back down there, all of our broken bikes are down there. We need to get a key to the bike room. Uh, that's not hard. I just haven't done it. We need to inflate those tires. Mm. Okay, so we'll get him a bike. And teach both our kids to ride bikes and get two more bikes. And whew. I'm going to buy him more Dr. Seuss books because I just bought him we a We have bunch. like 10. There's a bunch more and he's really into them and I want to read them. Okay, if it's for his birthday, fine. Yeah, it's for his birthday. Uh, that's all I could really think of. I was like, he does love books. We, I, I do think now we should get him something sciencey. So if anyone has suggestions for like very like rudimentary like dinosaurs or planets or human body or some like you know a potato battery animals, yeah, I think he's starting to get more into like understanding how things work. Nerd stuff. Yeah, we got a little nerd on our hands. <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> um. Also, you know, storytelling, character stuff. Yeah. I do want to, like, think it through, though, because I think when you think about it and then you look online, if you're like, oh, science, there is cool stuff out there. But if you don't have a plan and you walk into a toy store, it's just like... You're walking out with some fucking rescue bots. It's just so many different weird branded packagings of Play-Doh and shit that you already have at home. And it's just like, uh, I don't... No one needs this anymore. You know what we should do for his birthday is throw away most of the toys we have in this apartment. You're such a good dad. <laughs> I'm just... I, I, okay, let me say the rest of the fact. I just cleaned out a bunch of toys, actually, because my sister has been volunteering at the... Um, the... I'm blanking on words. Where, uh, the toy place. No, the uh, the, the ki- immigration kids. court. That's right. Can I talk? Um, yeah. Yes, you can. You're doing a great job. My sister's been volunteering at the immigration courts, and she is there, sort of like watching people's kids while they deal with uh, the ongoing bullshit that our country creates for them. And she has was asking for some toys and things for the little kids to play with, that like quiet toys, so that they could be occupied while their parents are trying to figure out if they're allowed to live their lives anymore in, in our bad country. <laughs> um. What a great way to get rid of toys. 
Yeah, I was actually, when she asked me, I was like, oh, I'm so glad to have this very simple thing I can actually do to help someone instead of like feeling like I will never have enough money to save the world. And then it made me go through our bookshelf, which was very satisfying. And I got rid of a bunch of books. I was very curious why you were giving Allie a big bag of uh, toys. She's an adult woman, but now you've explained it. Yeah. Well, you didn't let me finish my thought, which was for his birthday. I didn't let you finish. I, I said, for his birthday, I'm going to throw away all his toys so that I can then buy him new things and he won't notice that they're gone. If As long as you throw stuff away when they're not in the home, they won't remember it because they're dumb. <laughs> Our kids are so stupid. There's so much stuff here. And that... But the problem is, so I took, I tied up some books and I was throwing them away. And I, there was one little stack. And the second I tied up these garbage books that our kids never look at, the second Bryn saw that there was like something happening with those books, he was like, I want these. Get Untie these. What's going on here? Like they looked so special to him. Because like, you, you turned him in, you put him into the shape of a present. <laughs> But they're just like the literal worst books we have, and uh, and then I it was I was just like so scared they would find the bag of toys I was giving away because it's just like toddler plastic yeah stuff. I'm like you don't care about these things. But the same thing happened when our baby our old babysitter came over and her we were giving her son some toddler toys and <laughs> and Bryn was like no those are my favorite toys. It's just like it becomes so tantalizing. Oh, yeah. You take anything away. I still love when he went over, we went over to Nick and Julia's, and we probably invited ourselves. And they have so many of our old toys. And Bryn's like, wow, they have the same toy as us. We're all laughing. You idiot. Maybe we can make my sister host us. Um, She's our best bet. She's our in terms best of, sister. In terms of family who's willing to do literally any dumb thing we ask of her. What a sucker. <laughs> I mean, somebody that we really couldn't do this without. And we appreciate it. She's endlessly. very helpful. And she babysat yesterday and I I had like two things planned that I was really excited about and she was kind of sick and I was just like, mm, well, I gotta go. I was like so happy to get out and I was so glad that she came over while she was not feeling great. She's, she's a, the she's best. A, she's an all-star sister in the world. Um, okay, so here's the other big thing. As um, listeners, you're helping us plan Bryn's birthday party. Okay. That's what this whole segment is: is where you send us emails to tell us how to do it better. But the cake. So it seems crazy to me that the brown cow, how now brown cow cake episode was a year ago. I thought it was like yesterday. You know what I mean? Anyway, if you didn't listen, there's an episode about Bryn getting asking for a, a brown cow cake. Oh my god, you're gonna twist this whole story. It's we've already you already I didn't even tell the story yet. What part of it do you think I'm gonna I'm gonna bullshit? You know, you know the one where I I uh, got into a disagreement with the cake design person. Yeah, when you pressured them to decorate a cow cake in a very specific strange way pressured them you mean hired them oh paid them God. money i thought they listeners were in... go back if you want to hear this argument you definitely don't want to hear us have it again wait what what are you criticizing me for 
I gave them the picture and they put it on the cake and they did a great job and it ended up great. But this woman did not believe that cows were brown. And so to prove her wrong. I don't think I that was what. I don't think it was that she didn't believe. No, she did not believe that cows were That's brown. That's not true. You got uh, were defensive you, and were you dug there? in. Or why was I there? I heard the story. Listeners, From you can go me. back and listen to the story on the original podcast. Oh, boy. This is a great test of our memories because it's recorded. I know what you said when you told the story. I know how the story went down is you went in oh, asked for a brown cow cake she's you said yeah, you know a white cow with brown spots and she said do you mean black spots because that's normally what people picture when they see a cow and then you felt so insulted by being corrected that you demanded the cake have brown spots and uh, force them to very specifically design a cow with brown okay. spots. You know what's so insane about what's happening right now is I was the only one of the two of us who was there. What part of happened. my telling of that story was different from how it happened? You, okay, the what was very weird about this was this woman insisting that cows were not brown. And the only reason I insisted on the cake being brown, the cow being brown, is that Bryn asked for a brown cow. Okay, but when a three-year-old is saying they want a brown cow on a cake, like they're just they just mean a cow. They're okay, not, no, he's you're not right. Like going to be mad if they give you a cow with black spots. No, you're right. But you, but the, took great offense to this woman. She was rude. She looked at me like I was stupid, <laughs> and I may. I admittedly, I was like, I'm going to prove this rude woman wrong. <laughs> and I did. And then she's like, okay, well, what do you want me to put on the cake? And I, Okay, I ha- but you just prefaced this story as though, like, our son demanded brown so specifically. He like- said brown cow. <laughs> he probably wouldn't have cared. If I had said, you know, like brown cow with spots and they gave me a cow with black spots, I wouldn't have cared. I just, from my perspective, I see, you know, a blue collar woman working her cake decorating job and uh, she's rude. A bearded old white man comes in asking for some interpretation of what his child said and she's trying to clarify. Okay, Beth, you know me. In public, I am the last person to cause problems. I will, if somebody brings me something I didn't order, I'm the first person to eat it because I don't want there to be any conflict. I'm just saying, she was like, okay, this guy wants a cake. Okay, does he eat, know what he's talking about? Because he's going to call me back if I get it wrong, so let me clarify. This was in person. I know. Oh, okay. Have you worked a service job? Yeah, I have. And I, oh boy, it was stressful sometimes. I worked. I'm saying she's viewing you through the eye of someone who deals with so many ridiculous people every day, all day. And so she's like, sir, do you think you mean black and white cow? You weren't there. You don't know. (laughs) I have worked several service jobs Uh, in high school and college and after college. And I know about people and I am right. Your your perception of the world is 100% right. I am right Always. that she was rude. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, 
<laughs> to celebrate Britt's birthday, we're going to have this argument every single year. We are. This is going to be the thing that he's like, oh, God, they're going to tell that cake story every year. Yeah, you weren't even there. So what should we put in the cake I'm, this year? I'm basing this off of exactly what you told me happened. Listeners can go back and listen. But now you're arguing with me about my <laughs> telling of the... I'm t- Anyway... A purple cow came up in conversation. Was that Bryn's idea? Recently. Uh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Are we going to do a purple cow? I'm going to go in and say, hey, can I get a purple cow? You know, like a purple cow. She's I think you should say. ask him closer to when you get the actual cake because all of these are just, again, completely meaningless offhand comments of a small child. No, I don't think we do should not- ask him at all. <laughs> Let's get him a sun cake. He'll think it's cool. Let's get him a skeleton cake. Let's get him a mummy cake. Other things he would love. Let's get him a Pluto cake. He Pluto? would love that. He's real upset that Pluto's not a planet. Is he? Not upset, but he's like, he <laughs> argued it for a while, and then I explained to him the dwarf planet thing, but he just he's still rooting for Pluto. I would argue that there's things he cares about more than Pluto, like penguins, I sharks, agree. dinosaurs. Polar bears. Um, Baryonyx. We had told a story tonight. White-tailed deer. One of the, oh, I was impressed with that. <laughs> we did, on our way home from your family on sa- Saturday, we saw a deer outside the window, so we stopped the car and let them look, and Bryn was like, no, that's not a deer. Or he was like, do you he know goes, what kind of... Do you know what kind of, of deer that is? Yeah. And we were like, what kind of deer is it? And he said, a white-tailed deer. <laughs> I was like, smart. yeah, that's, I think that's right. The, he's... Keeps watching the Wild Kratts show, which is very educational. Let's plug Wild Kratts. Wild Kratts is a great show. Those guys, they're a little cheesy, but it's a good show. It's It's not for you, Peter. It's for children. But I have to watch it. (laughs) You don't have to. You don't understand me. I have to. Stop trying to make children's entertainment for adults. It's my job is children's entertainment. I care about it. Um, but, yes, no, is Pluto his favorite thing? No, but if we got him that cake, he would love it. Other things, everything you listed? Oh, anyway, the story we told tonight, I said, what was our main, what's our main character? And he said, uh, a baryonyx, which is a very specific kind of dinosaur. And his name ended up being Gary. Gary the Baryonyx. And I thought that was funny. Hmm. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. 
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This next segment is called Would You Knows? It's where we present each other with parenting hypotheticals. I got one. Okay. We haven't written one for each other in a while. And I got one. I think, <laughs> I feel like maybe this has come up in some context, but um, it has not happened to us. In this scenario, you and I, Beth, are making love. Wow, this is a very sexy podcast. This is a very sexy podcast for parents. Um, there's no sheets. There's Where no, are? Why is there no sheets? It's hot. It's like right now. It's like 82 degrees. There's no sheets on the bed. They're flung off in a fit of passion. Uh, more likely, our children flung them off. That's <laughs> true. Before they went to bed, they pulled the sheets off and dragged them all the way to the living room to be turtles, turtle ghosts, mm -hmm. which happened tonight. Okay, so I'm in a sexy mood. What's happening now? You're in a sexy mood. You're in the middle of it. Okay, it's very naked. It's sitting completely exposed. Oh, and so like how sex is like? Yeah, exposed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some people do it with most of their clothes on. I don't know. The sheets, the the fact that you're saying the sheets are gone implies that our normal sex routine is to dig down deep under the sheets, completely cocooned in blankets. I, I like to cover us both up in, in a down comforter so no one can see, <laughs> including us, our shame. The so, lights are on. The lights are on full. It's, it's a weird, we didn't plan it. 
you know, it was a fit of passion. It just started happening. So I'm going to continue to interrupt you. Someone recently was, I saw someone repeating some celebrity gossip they heard about a certain male celebrity who's like supposed to be closeted gay. But the <laughs> rumor was that he has sex with men through a sheet, which is just such an old, like outdated, <laughs> dun- like I was like, you think that this is real gossip about a celebrity and not maybe like a weird embellishment of a rumor <laughs> like <laughs> sex through a sheet like the I mean, yeah sex through a sheet is like an old yeah. bad Jewish stereotype or something I don't know it's yeah. just not uh, something actual people do as far as I know <laughs> but I, if it does I want to hear about it anyway continue the story we're in having this scenario sex. we're not having sex through anything <laughs> Except through the night. Our usual sex sheet that we keep between us during sex, it's, it's at the cleaners. It's at the, it's shredded. It's gone. <laughs> um, so let's just say we've, we've really gotten into it. Um, our minds are elsewhere. There's, it's, it's a bit vocal. And we are interrupted by... Mommy, Daddy, what are you doing? And we look, and there is there is Bryn. He's five years old, so this is Mommy, a Daddy. <laughs> and um, we separate and look, and there's and there's Bryn, and he sees everything, and he's right there, and Maven's right next to him. They're oh, wide eyed. They're both eyes. there. They're both Cut there. to Maven's face. She's also there, and she says, "Go, go, 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 go!" Oh, whoa, Mommy, Daddy. Yeah, she probably would just repeat <laughs> whatever Brent said. <laughs> Mommy, Daddy, what are you doing? <laughs> um, the sheets are all in the living room, so we you can't even grab a sheet to to cover up. We're 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 on stage. We are exposed, and we have been confronted and asked what is going on. I know some parents have dealt with this. We have not. What do you do? What do you do? Well, they're uh, at an age where I feel like I don't feel obligated to specifically explain that we've been having sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that would create more questions than answers. You know what I mean? Hmm. Hmm. And so, so what, you lie. I would lie, uh, or I would give some simplified version of the truth, and I would say, Mommy and Daddy are having cuddle time. It's a private time. You need to go to bed. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Would that come out as, go, get, go, shoo, get? No. No. When have I ever said shoo? I'm paraphrasing. Um, (laughs) No, I wouldn't talk to them like I would talk to a cake decorator who I was displeased <laughs> with. Maybe you should try. Maybe you should try. <laughs> I said brown cow, <laughs> ma'am. Go back there and make it again. Shoo! <laughs> Get! <laughs> um, I think I would explain it to them. Not in that moment. <laughs> I would be panicked and I would feel exposed and um, I'd have to explain the anatomy. How of would things. you explain it to them later? You bring it back up, and you're like, "Hey, you know that really awkward moment earlier when you <laughs> half asleep woke up and you then know that saw my balls banging around in bed." <laughs> Say that three times fast. 
Balls banging around a bit. I know you um, children might have some questions about what you saw there that night. It was, I would say, remember that book you read? That's what was going on. Remember that book you read? It, it, remember that real sexy book you read? Where do I come from? Remember when those mommy and daddy were in the <laughs> bathtub? I feel uncomfortable with that because, again, I think I already explained this on another podcast episode is that the language in those books is strangely florid <laughs> in, in a in the, the descriptors in certain Wait, context. did you say florid? Yes. Like, do you mean lurid? Um, both. <laughs> it's like very, um, it's like, I feel like they're using words that are like unnecessarily descriptive in a way that I don't want to speak of it with my children but are also avoiding literal terminology exactly like i think you could get to the point in a less disgusting way that i have we have to get this book and read some of it sometime to actually explain what i'm trying to say but yeah but- it just des- it describes it as like a a very nice tickle and a cuddle and it's like it gets very uh, i but you know what i didn't have it wasn't until Remember, I remember reading probably that exact book and things like that having to explain to me. And the th- image in my head was very weird. <laughs> and it wasn't until... You had sex with a human being? Yeah, that I was like, oh, tickle. No, no. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it was seeing scrambled porn, which is a very specific... Those of you that know you what were I'm like, talking oh, about. you were like, oh, that's what woman wants. Child of the 90s. <laughs> this is exactly how women like it. It's, I mean, just the, the the like the performance, obviously the the, the motion of sex. Okay, well, you're really uh, affirming that we need some better sex education. If cool. that was the, <laughs> I'm saying, if I had an image like that as a as a kid, suddenly there's a real thing to compare porn. it to. Porn. Um, Let's show our kids porn. I no. do think I. I feel like maybe I've talked about this before, so I'm trying not to talk too long, but I do think that high school sex education should more graphically explain the dynamics of male and female orgasm because when they talk about men, they talk about orgasms and wet dreams and stuff. And then when they talk about women, they're just like, a baby's going to come out immediately. And they never get into the mechanics of how women's bodies work. It's like women also have orgasm muscle (laughs) we also have certain parts of the vagina that do certain things that should ideally be manipulated in certain ways that i think we could tell teens i think i got more of that than you did they told you how female orgasm works yeah they explained the clitoris and g-spot and yeah in high school yeah Are you sure? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm very skeptical. They didn't. I I got it in fifth grade and then in middle school and then in high school. They did not talk about that the first time. It was in high school, I remember. I had a a health class that was very, very straightforward about things. Um, I bet. I hope it's better now. I bet. I mean, I bet, though, also it's it's all over the place because every every state has their own their own, you know, whatever. I just think it was like it was similar to Dare in the sense that it was 
highly ineffective and only told you a lot of like the negative repercussions. Yeah, I still got a, a lot of that. But my high school was much more, uh, a lot less fear based than I remembered earlier and what I've heard from all my peers. Um, I think I had a pretty good one, but I, I, I hope it's better. Now. I just remember like it was so like it it just always felt so male focused and which is insane considering the reproductive system exists in a woman. Yeah. And then uh, like there like I remember there being like a question box where you could anonymously ask questions to the health teacher about sex. Yeah. We and. That. Someone asked, can I get birth control without my parents knowing? And the health teacher, who was a man, he was like, yeah, you can buy condoms at any store. <laughs> and it was like, then he just moved on. Like, it was like, he, oh, didn't, no. he didn't understand Oh no! what the questioner meant by birth control. Like, you know that person wasn't talking about condoms. When I was in middle school, they specifically had a... a a, f- a female teacher joined the class we were in, so there was a man and a woman there. I think for exactly this reason. Well, we did when we were younger, but then there are certain years where we just had one teacher. In high school, actually, health classes got split into, uh, it was just a boys' class. Now that you mention it, I do think a woman would have taught that class better. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Uh. Um, anyway, so I'd explain it and Beth would lie. Mm-hmm. All right, that is. Would you know? And now it's time for listeners want to knows. We got one quick email. We teased it earlier, and here it is, continuing a theme for this episode. Hi, Beth and Peter. Love listening to you guys weekly. Kind of a new listener, but I have been binging older episodes. I have two kids, an almost three-year-old daughter, and a five-month-old son. I love being a mom, and while I definitely get a lot wrong, I still think I'm a kick-ass mom. So do we. But I think that makes me struggle with my role as a wife. All my energy goes to my kids, and I feel my marriage suffering. My husband and I love each other dearly and don't fight too often, but I don't think we spend enough time together, just us. We try for a date night monthly and a mini trip uh, at least one time a year, if not two, I just feel a little disconnected from him, though. How do you guys keep your marriage, quote unquote, so sexy? How do you stay connected with while raising two kids? Side note, side note my two-year-old is an awful sleeper, and so we co-sleep with her. Not ideal, but it works for us for now. So yeah, the bedroom doesn't see much sexy time. Thanks for any advice, Susan. And I just want to say the subject line of this email Um was my favorite and it was how do you keep your marriage so sexy beth uh how do you how do we do it um so the thing she mentioned about like date nights we are very bad at Mm -hmm. and i do think it's important and we should probably be better at it but our i think our, our specific career does not lend itself to having um mutual Nights free. Honestly, this is our date night. This, <laughs> this is our couples therapy, which is our date night. This has kept uh, us, honestly, I closer than we would be otherwise. That's true. This is the only time we really fully debrief about anything. Yeah. 
Um, I will say in terms of the like sexy time, whatever. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> the sexy time, whatever. With, whatever when, you want to call it. Well, it's it's in this whatever. book. When Bryn was two and Maven was, I guess, about the same age, four, four months old, there was not a lot of that going on. No. How old did she say her kid was? Five months and okay. oh, th- three-year-old. or I thought it was two-year-old. No, one of them's close sleeping, so I think it was a baby. Uh, right. uh, three-year-old daughter and a five-month-old son. Yeah, so we were co-sleeping at that time, and I think co-sleeping is a blessing, and it saves you a lot of sleep, which is very vital at that stage. Yeah. Um, if she's co-sleeping, chances are she's probably breastfeeding. Which oh, sorry, it's a almost three-year-old, so it's he's uh, okay. she is two. So I was okay. Not talking about that, but yeah. Anyway, um, the <laughs> when you're breastfeeding, your hormones are still way out of whack, and an, I hear this with women so many times about so many issues, like uh, with trying to lose weight postpartum, or if they're suffering from uh, diastasis recti, which is when your abdominal muscles separate. There's a lot of thing ways your body is not able to recover well when you're still breastfeeding. And I think for a lot of women, sex is still not desirable or sometimes even really on the table because their body just is like, no, shut it down. I've got stuff going on over here. Like the, the body just doesn't want to focus on that right now. It's got a lot of other stuff going on. <laughs> and so... You can still have sex, but I think for a lot of women, like the desire is not there, the moisture is not there down there. The sometimes they're still healing from birth injuries. You like there's a million different things. They're so just physically, your body is still healing from pregnancy. We really in our country we really underemphasize the amount of physical recovery your body needs to come back to quote-unquote normal after a baby and it's obviously not the same for everybody exactly by any means no and it's not and but i mean i what my midwife did say to me at one point was like it should take roughly the same amount of time for your body to go back to some semblance of what it was as it took you to get here which is you know 10 months of being pregnant and it's like that's yeah. your body just needs to recover. And sometimes you have to just accept that it's not where you would like it to be. Yeah. I think for our experience, there was a, a long stretch, especially, um, <laughs> I mean, Maven happened because it had been like almost two years of, of very little of that. And then suddenly Bryn was like in the other room and we suddenly realized we suddenly like, Oh got, wow. We got sleep for like one night and we like and, and got like, too ahead, excited oh and, and got pregnant and again. Then you, were, you were ovulating <laughs> and, um, our bodies were like time for another one. Yeah. Well, as I always say, ovulation makes you horny as fuck. <laughs> um, me too. <laughs> Just being near it. Um, so, but yeah, I don't, and then you got a, you got a five year old, two year old. Yeah. We were, there was nothing going on, but, and in postpartum with Maven, as I said before, there's like a lot of health issues going on. And I know part of actually why I caught my thyroid cancer is that I went for my six week checkup postpartum or no, 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 six month checkup. And I had gotten an IUD inserted 
maybe at like my six week checkup or something, it's because it's easier to insert it when you're relatively recently postpartum. So I was like, let me just get this out of the way and not be pregnant for as long as possible. Ever again. Ever again. (laughs) And so I got that. And so then at my six month, my, you know, my midwife was like, so how is the IUD working? Like with sex, can you feel it during sex? And I was like, what? And she was like, your husband, like, is the string, like, it's softened up or I guess the strings kind of soften up inside you after time. And I was like, she's asking me this question. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I haven't, I having sex. I am so tired. I was like, sex? I was just like, I haven't really, I've been having sex. I'm just so tired. And she was like, she's like, she like kind of looked at me like concerned. And at the time I was like, why does she not understand that I would have zero energy for sex when I'm postpartum? But then she felt my thyroid gland and realized it was swollen. And then this led to a series of tests that made me realize I was hypothyroid and also had thyroid cancer. And it was like, oh, maybe I should have had like a little bit of zest for life six months out. You know? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't didn't. know. Um, well, so I think the, you know, the advice is one, I'd say like, yeah, I think it's 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 great to talk about the like oh let's have some dedicated time to be together. Um, I think that's really healthy. But you know, one give yourself a break. You've got a five month old and, and an almost three year old. Well, I also think with women at this stage, sometimes I mean this is her second kid, so I think they kind of know how things work. But sometimes I think like I, this is not what she's saying, so. Uh, I'm not saying this is what's happening here, but sometimes I feel like women are getting pressure from their husbands to like start back up with sex. And they're like, why are you not in the mood? And meanwhile, the woman is like, hasn't slept in days. The house is a mess. All she sees is chores and hungry mouths. And the man is like asking her for one more thing. And she's like, what? Like, it just doesn't compute. And the man doesn't, like, think straight and realize, like, oh, maybe if I, like, clean the bathroom that hasn't been cleaned in three months or made her a real meal, she might be in the mood. Like, she might actually be relaxed for once. Yeah, that might, I mean, (laughs) obviously, again, we have no idea what your situation is, but I think that is probably true for a lot of people because there's a, for, for me, for us, that was when there's a huge like a big change in just how we functioned and how we, we and how I took care of things. Uh, and so, so much is changing. Your whole routine is changing. Um, and so there's so much attached to that that makes things difficult. That's a strain on the relationship um, that's all mixed in. So it's, it's I mean, you're not just dealing with this one thing, you're yeah. dealing with everything. But it's like, she should take care of herself, get some rest, get all of her regular checkups, make sure she's fine, get that baby out of her face for a minute. And if her husband, like, I still think five months out is like pretty hard to do a date night, depending on breastfeeding and other factors. Oh, yeah, we didn't do any. So do it's like really hard to imagine that that, like, them getting a drink together is going to be the tipping point. I really think, like, if her husband cleans the whole house, puts her in her bed with like a book or a trashy show or something and she's he's like I'm putting the kids to bed you get to relax take a bath whatever you need for like a full hour then she's gonna be ready for she it. will I think be like 
okay. At the very least, she might be okay. like, I'll open up this bottle of lube and, <laughs> you know, like. At the very least, <laughs> she'll open a bottle of lube. Uh, last, la, I, I'd say, last thing I'd say is that, like, you, you know, feel free to, like, set some goals and to set up some date nights and all that. But forgive yourself when it doesn't happen. Don't put pressure on yourself. Like, don't put pressure on those events. When you're like, we're, we're spending time together and this is important and we need to do it. Sometimes I feel like that defeats the purpose of it. Well, Allow I also think similar to, similar to this podcast, like when you don't have any time to talk to one another through an entire week and then you finally do, it's like sometimes there's going to be issues that pop up that you haven't dealt with and then the date night turns into a fight night. Like, yeah. I think that is so common with like stressed out, tired parents is they're like, oh, good, we're finally alone together. And then they realize there's like a laundry list of simmering issues for the (laughs) relationship. And like... And you've made date night complicated. Yeah. And I mean, but I do think that is maybe part of why date night is good. You just need to do it more often. But um, it's not necessarily going to be the sexiest night right off the bat. (laughs) Hey, Beth. Were you on a date with me? Mm. (laughs) Cool. Think about it. <laughs> this has been another episode of We Knows Parenting. If you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at weknowspod at gmail.com. Uh, check out our website, weknowsparenting.com. Uh, leave us a review. If you don't want to say this podcast got her pregnant, got us pregnant. Say this podcast got her pregnant. This podcast got her pregnant. <laughs> and then had, write it like it's a... Uh, Reddit relationships post about how this podcast got your girlfriend pregnant and you're confused about what to do. <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at We Knows Pod. Um, and boy, gosh, it's been a good, it's been a good one. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety? 
Struggling to find restful sleep or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.